0: This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. And today, because it's Friday, it's time for another informal Friday. The time of the week where we take a step back from what we've been going through in the Bible. And going through something that is culturally relevant. Something that's going on in my ministry, my life. And we just kind of talk about it. And its relevance to the Bible and Christianity. And today I wanted to talk about the show 13 Reasons Why. Uh, It is all the talk of youth directors, youth pastors, uh, churches, uh, everybody is being very reactionary to this show, and so I thought you know it was brought to my attention uh, last week. Uh, somebody showed me, like, hey, you should probably watch this, and I'm like, oh man, 13 one hour episodes, it's so long, so much time, I don't know if I have time, but. I was reading on what it was about and, and how uh, students are currently reacting to it, and so I thought it was necessary for me to watch the entire thing, and so that's what I did. I actually watched from start to beginning, and it took me all five days to go through, and it was a very intense five days, and I didn't do too much else uh, in my free time other than watch this show, but I can tell you that I did watch every episode, and I feel like I'd I have a pretty good grasp on what it is. I didn't just, you know, oh, it's about suicide. Let me read a Wikipedia thing and throw it up on, throw up a little blog. Um, but what I did do is I did do a kind of a review of three major points that I got um, out of the show. And what I did was I put it in a blog form on our websites on org. And what I wanted to do today for Informal Friday is actually read you a huge portion of the blog. And I'm going to take out some stuff. Um, just saw, uh, put up song lyrics as an example, but I, I took some of that stuff out, but I wanted to read it to you in my words and with my feeling and my tone behind it, because I also think that that's important that you hear, um, kind of my heart and how I feel about, this show and, and, and a few aspects that I chose to focus on. Now, there's so many more aspects that I, I would love to focus on. And I know some people are doing study guides and talks and, and other things about the show. But there are three aspects I really wanted to focus on. So I would read this to you straight uh, off of the blog. If you want to read the whole thing, go to Uh Right now, I'm going to read to you uh, my 13 Reasons Why blog. Last night, I finished the Netflix series, 13 Reasons Why? I, like most people, was curious as to why it was trending on social media sites. After I did some digging, I figured that it was a must-watch for someone in my profession to watch due to the subject matter and cultural relevance to teenagers. Let me start off by saying that my opinion is that no one under high school age should be watching this show. The show is rated M.A. for a reason. That means mature, not mild adolescence or maybe anyone. It stands for mature which means there are scenes and subject matters that are seen and addressed that some kids can't handle or might not be able to process in a healthy manner. Going by cinema standards, that's equivalent to an R-rated movie. Quick question. Would you let your kid watch any of the following movies or shows? Goodfellas, Game of Thrones, House of Cards, Deadpool, or Fifty Shades of Grey? If you answered no to any of these, then 13 Reasons Why shouldn't be seen by your child either. I realize that each household is different and you're free to make your own choices. But just because it's streaming on Netflix doesn't make it suitable for all ages. I know of kids as young as 10 years old that are watching the show multiple times. I'll be 35 this year and I found many scenes disturbing and difficult to watch. There were graphic scenes of car crashes involving teens, suicide, and multiple depictions of rape. That being said, if you're a parent of a high schooler if your teenager is watching or has watched the show, you should probably watch as well. Something else that a friend of mine pointed out to me, and I agree, is that this show isn't your run-of-the-mill show that will be binge-watched and then forgotten. I don't see this as a fad. It's the cool show to watch and will be for quite some time. I'm writing this at the end of April 2017, and the show was released at the end of March 2017. It's been almost a month, and we're still talking about it. In fact, it's only gaining popularity. What other shows can say that? Streaming or network? If your kids aren't watching it themselves, chances are their friends at school are watching. Some I've heard have watched multiple times. I have a few takeaways from the show, but that, some that range from agreement to infuriating. But I want to bring to light and focus on three points that I took away from the 13 hour-long episodes. Number one, hope. Recently, my students have been going through Second Corinthians in either youth group or on this podcast. Second Corinthians 4, 8-9 says, We're pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We're perplexed, but not driven to despair. We're hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Life is hard sometimes. People leave us. Disasters happen. Tragedies strike. But when we have Jesus, we have hope. The students in 13 Reasons lack that hope, that peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Philippians 4.7 A friend of mine from high school committed suicide a few years back. We were all left wondering why, and if there was anything different we could have or should have done. I remembered her mom being so strong at the time, and I couldn't believe how she got through the experience of losing her daughter. Years later, I asked her where she found the strength. Her answer was simple. I found my hope in Jesus. Today, her strength and faith allow her to help others going through the same tragedy. It's something no one should have to go through alone. Number two, parenting. Another aspect of the series I'd like to focus on is the parent involvement, or lack thereof, in the show. One of the things that drives me nuts in culture today is how parents and parenting is portrayed. Watch Nickelodeon or Disney Channel for an hour after school. Parents are usually portrayed as bumbling idiots that can barely change a light bulb or make a sandwich. Sure, the parent might have a word of wisdom at the end of the show, but often the prior 26 minutes are spent displaying how adults know nothing and struggle through basic knowledge and understanding of life. If you watch shows geared for teens, parents are often non-existent. If you remember, even older shows like One Tree Hill or 90210 had kids with parents who didn't even live with the kids, and they had untold amounts of income. They lived in mansions with no responsibilities and no repercussions for their actions. The same ideas are reflected in 13 Reasons Why. Parents and adults are almost non-existent. Those that are present come across completely detached from the lives of their kids. Parents, you play a key role in your child's life. The research bears this out time and time again. They look to you for guidance and help as they grow and mature. They may not always tell you or make it known, but your child watches your every move. I have two kids of my own, five and two. Even at their young age, they mimic the traits that I display. Both the good as well as the bad. My two-year-old can pick out songs on the radio that we play and sing at church. When she hears, this is amazing grace, she says, daddy, church. She can associate a song that she hears on the radio, played in a different key, and a different tempo, by a different vocalist, and only sung every six weeks or so, and is sung by her dad at church. Remember, she's two. Your kids watch what you do. They look up to you. At 35 years old, I still look up to my parents. Over the years, I watched my dad make his marriage a priority. I watched how he managed his career. I watched how he dealt with crisis. I watched how he parented. I watched how he was a leader in the church. I watched how he gave to those in need. My father set the model for me as a father. Just like you set the model for your children, whether you're aware of it or not. Talk to your kids. Get involved in their lives. Be patient. Don't just be their friend. Ask questions. Be there for them. Lift them up in prayer daily. Encourage them. Support them. Number three, love. Lastly, love one another. If we commit to building each other up as opposed to tearing each other down, the world would be a much better place. 1 Corinthians thirteen four through 5 Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not easily proud. It is not dishonoring others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. 1 Corinthians sixteen fourteen. Do everything in love. Proverbs 3, 3-4 Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man ephesians 4:2 be completely humble and gentle be patient bearing with one another in love first peter 4:8 above all love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins there's so many verses about love just google bible verses about love why does the bible talk about love so much because it's hard Our society has turned into an has turned love into an emotion, as opposed to an action. We fall in love and fall out of love. We treat it like something that is with us one minute and gone the next. But the reality is that love is a choice. How can I do everything in love, like First Corinthians says, if I can't control my feelings? That's because love isn't a feeling; it's a choice. We choose to love, just like we choose not to love. If the students in the series would have chosen love as opposed to popularity, hate, anger, malice, etc., the outcome might have been different. John 13.34 says, So now I'm giving you a new commandment, love each other. It's in red, so you know it's A, important, and B, Jesus' words. It wasn't a suggestion, it wasn't a request, it was a command. Love each other other. In closing, parents, if your kids are watching the show, I suggest you do the same. Talk to your kids about what they're watching. Help them process what they're watching. If nothing else, it may open your eyes to what the average high schooler goes through in 2017. The environment and culture is much different than when you were in high school. Your kid might not be the one experiencing some of the situations depicted in the series, but your child's friend might be. And lastly, if you think your student needs help or someone professional to guide them, don't be afraid to get them the help that they need. Remember your loved child of God. How are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you next week.